kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. one two testicles welcome back to episode 196 damn sounds fucking good to say everybody welcome back this is troubles garcia and this is the humble show called paranoid radio podcast and this is a weekly episode drop show you can find us at paranoidradio.com i want to thank the lord for allowing me to be here today and i want to thank all of you guys for tuning back in and allowing me to enter your space drop a five-star review and up a podcast that allows other people to enjoy the show as much as i enjoy making it Ladies and gentlemen, I have an amazing episode lined up with another amazing special guest. Please allow me to jump in from the deep end of the pool and set the mood. The story of the Great Flood is a widely documented and one of the most known stories in the Bible. Yet, once again, we find out that the story was written thousands of years ago before the Bible ever existed. Today, we continue to explore the amazing and undermined chronicles of the Sumerian tablets, the cedars, the Anunnaki, and the origins of the past and our creation with one of the most iconic and talented persons I've ever had the privilege to share moments with. Aside with being a patriot, he's also a light-bearing and high-frequency performing individual. Please give a warm welcome to one of the biggest voices in our production, formerly known as the host of the Fail Academy podcast and now media producing mogul. RogueOneMedia.com's very own JB from the Renegado Family of Light on Instagram. What's going on, brother? The Chronicles. The Chronicles of our creation. The origin bro. Chronicles. I love it, man. <laughs> I hope the audience loves it too. It seems like they do. They, they, we're getting a lot of uh, listening yeah. ship and they seem to be uh, gravitating towards it. So that's, we're going to keep doing it then. I yeah. want to hear this. Listen, what we're doing is just literally flipping the entire story upside down on its head that we've been told, flipping religion upside down and, mm. and really just and dissecting it. Nobody else is doing that. I, that I've seen. Oh, there's obviously there's uh, Billy Carson. He's a big influence. And he's mm-hmm. been he's been exposing the whole the whole truth thing. But nobody talks about these these origins, these tablets, these these stories that existed before the Bible. And mm-hmm. we're doing it. We're putting it out there. And um, it's it's big stuff, man. It's it's like it's it's going to change a lot of people's beliefs. And it should. Beliefs are made to be changed because we carry them for as long as they hold up. And once they don't hold up no more, we have to be willing to just move on and, and establish new beliefs that fit what what we see and what, what we uh, are aligned with. That's right. I want to thank I want to thank you for coming on the show again. I love your fucking hat, by the way. I love the content <laughs> that you're putting out. You always do amazing. You you take care. You chop it up. You freaking do the editing exquisitely. I, I fuck, dude. I I don't know where you find the time to do it. I have to balance work and and shuffle the fucking podcast around and have kids around. And I want to thank you again for all the production that you do for the show. Not only for the show, for not only for me, but also for the listeners that get to enjoy this content. Make sure you check them out, ladies and gentlemen, at Renegade Family of Light on Instagram. Blowing the fuck up. I see that you're also doing a lot of uh, putting out a lot of content and that uh, you're also growing. And, and you're, you're right next to us right there. A couple of big hitting posts recently. Yeah. Now, we were talking about how we were created, how the Anunnaki seeded us. We were supposed to be yeah. a slave race. They left. Now we're going to bring back to the origins. And then the first the first show that we brought in, we demolished man-made religion. Copycatted history, to- storytelling, repackaged and resold to us throughout the ages. Now, today, 
you're coming in with the story of the flood, which is a world renowned story that has been proven to have existed. I'm against the grain when it comes to um, the world climate, because it depends what you look at it. It might seem like from the last ice age, we are now warming up. And this is why we think that we're warming up when we're actually still cooling down. The climate change really, you, it, it only, it, it changes according to the time span window that you look behind it. I don't know if that makes any sense. You're like, the more you far you look away from time and you expand that timeline, you see that we're actually cooling down, not really warming up. However, talking about the, the flood, please give it to me, bro. How does the flood connect to the story of the Chronicles of our creation, brother? The Chronicles continues. Mm. Well, it's just fascinating because the more I dig into this, the more I, I just, like, I just get more interested in it because it's so it's so rich and it's so detailed and while the bible is written in symbolic metaphors the ancient sumerian tablets they're rich with detail by those who actually witnessed these events for the fact that they were able to put these records down on clay tablets in such detail people like to say oh well that's that's imagination and it's 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 them having stories and and fantasy stuff and Listen, if you're going to talk about and you're going to make sure you document stuff because you want to preserve it, you're not going to just start telling fairy tales because it's so in-depth mm -hmm. and it's such a big event and all these events are so big. And then when they, they acknowledge their creators that live among them, people want to dismiss it as if it's just fantasy. Well, then the Bible must be fantasy too because that's all you're doing with that. But But the fact that these are so detailed and yet it's so connected to the Bible, but yet the Bible is after. It's so clear that these are the true stories and the Bible is literally just mimicking it and just copying it. What, so what I did what? was I took what these detailed story was for the flood and I just I'm going to tell it in story form as as it was kind of like told Please. to me. Just start with that and you can interject anytime you want. But absolutely. Um, with over 30,000 tablets discovered in one region alone, it's hard to discredit the first civilization of mankind that catch such detailed libraries of records, the same civilization that gave agriculture, trade, monetary systems, religion, politics, royalty, judicial systems, architecture, art, literature, fashion, class systems, wars, weapons, divisions of land, music, knowledge of the stars, zodiac, and the recording of time and years. <laughs> Everything that exists in our daily lives today was born in ancient Sumer. And all the Sumerians credit their deities, the Anunnaki, as being the ones who created them and taught them everything they know about becoming a civilization. They are always acknowledging them. Gods they had lived among them. It's like their gods lived among them and taught them and sat them and showed them. And they were giants and they had all this advanced technology. But in actuality, the Anunnaki were just – they were just – men like they were advanced men but that yeah. they would be the same as this we went to a planet where, where primitive uh people were on it and they thought we were gods and we just played along like yes we are gods worship mm -hmm. us we will show you the way which is what they did we would so, do the same thing look what happened at avatar the movie on pandora the same thing we want the indigenous to worship us and give us yes. all their gold absolutely so, and and since we are a product of them we come from their genetics we act like them we we follow in their footsteps and we conquer and we have wars and we want power we want to be worshiped like we're just an image of them and when you look at them they might they might have uh, mastered immortality they they did master the, the everlasting life which they did not share that secret with us but in actuality they're just they're just people too and they're, they're under the same universe that that we all are prior to the flood humans they were kept ignorant 
with all with the only purpose of their purpose was to serve as a worker race for mining gold and providing labor. Still, they possessed the genes of the Anunnaki and were able to flourish and progress quickly. Anunnaki, they made wives of these women. They had children with these women that became demigods, Nephilim, uh -huh. pharaohs, prophets, characters in all religions. Thos, Isis, Horus, Osiris, Enoch, Abraham, Adam, Noah, Bam. Moses. Uh -huh. Just to name a few. Everything that was written in the religious books from Egypt yeah. to Islam to Jerusalem, it all originated from the Anunnaki gods and their offsprings. The names change, but the stories all trace back to this time and place. Continuing with the story, we pick it up with the flood. And we were talking about that the last time. It was like, how did they know the flood? Did they create the flood? It turns out that they knew the flood was coming. The question is what caused it and what happened after. At this time, the two brothers, Anki and Enlil, they were becoming more divided when it came to matters pertaining to the earthlings. Enlil, he, he didn't like the fact that the Anunnaki were mating with humans. He saw the, the, the human population rapidly growing, and he was in fear that the humans were going to one day take over ownership of the earth and become the ruling class. And we're just saw that fucking they, uh, populating real, real. <laughs> well, think about it. Like now that the, the, the depopulation agenda that's going on today, it, it started back then. That's the, basically he's like, we got to depopulate yeah. because yeah. they're going to get too many numbers and they're going to overtake us. We, we're a few and they're becoming the many. But Anki, who Anki and his sister Nimna, who who gave birth to the first child, uh, the Adamu Adam, they loved humanity. They they protected. They wanted to teach us. They wanted us to flourish. They we were like their children. They they were against that, that whole idea. They had a, the council met and they meet with uh, virtually uh, with Anu on on Nibiru, who's the ruler of all in Anunnaki, and then the, the high council, the Anunnaki, they they have sit downs, and uh, Enlil was arguing his case to to basically say humans were created to to mine the gold, and that's it, and that job is is completed, so there's no reason to have them. They're they're growing, and the only reason we should keep them is in small numbers to serve us. So this turned out to be a stalemate, and they the two sides were locked in on both sides for for a long time. Until the news came of what was about to approach, which is this big calamity. And it turns out that they understood and they saw that Nibiru was about to orbit Earth's passage in and around the sun. Ah, Every 25,000 oh. years, Nibiru circle does a rotation and shows itself in, around the Earth. And when it does that, its magnetic pull, because it's a gigantic planet, its magnetic pull just sucks into like the earth's poles and it just pulls all that magnetic field and causes the oceans to completely freaking slip, flip the, the poles flip. That's and it's happened about, before. This is documented yeah. by archaeologists where the where yes. this is where the younger dryers, the older dryers, how how the earth has changed polarities and not only changed polarities, the seismic activity is huge and it has completely yeah. destroyed the, the earth does not look how the earth looked one million right. years ago or, right. or or longer the continents they you yeah. see the continents millions of years ago they were like all one big landmass then they broke off and they shift that's because of this stuff and i believe it's probably what killed the dinosaurs as well they say it's possibly yeah. a meteor that hit the mm -hmm. earth but th this sounds more like it but even uh, even the color of the water could have had changed with different bacteria coming out different areas when the snow, uh, ice melts, et cetera, et cetera. And then the warming crazy. of the planet also causes different bacteria to create, which is why now some of the oceans look red. It's a bacteria that makes the oceans red. And in the Bible, it's depicted as blood. You see, I'm having right. the connections here, right? Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. 
Think about uh-huh. the flipping of the freaking poles and just the, the tsunamis, the earthquakes, the freaking tidal waves, just mm-hmm. the icers melting. There's no escape. There's nowhere to hide. It's, you just like if unless you get off the planet, which is what they decided, they were gonna plan for the event and then escape in their ships, and then they were gonna cover around Earth's orbit on the far side where Nibiru was passing through. They would be on the other side uh-huh. and just kind of chill, post up until this thing passed. And then come back and survey the damage. That was the agreement. And then uh, Enlil, he made everybody swear an oath not to tell the humans what was coming so they could just be caught off guard and just get wiped out. And they wouldn't have to explain anything to anybody. And so everybody put their arms up. They they gave their oath. They wouldn't uh, say anything until it got to to Anki and Nimna, who was crying and sobbing. And she was like, like I don't want to do this. And then Anki's like, I'm not doing it. And then Enlil freaks out. He's freaking starts yeah. just about to freaking just lose it on him. Talking about how Anki just always defies the, 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 the ruling order. And so it's hey, like a sibling fight. These are siblings. It hey, sounds like hey. Shakespeare. It sounds like fucking Shakespeare where yeah. exactly. It's like they're the royal class. They're, they're spoiled brats. They got all the privileges. And then they start fighting with each other because there's no one else mm-hmm. to really challenge yeah. them. It's uh-huh. totally. It's, it's That's where all our stories come from. These fucking royalty gods. And yeah. they were royalty on Nibiru. They were the they were the royal ones on Nibiru. On Earth, they were really considered themselves gods. That's what they, they took it another step above. Exactly. But Anu was the ruler and told Angi to to put his arm up and, and and make the oath because that was his decision. Angi reluctantly he did it, and that was it. The fate of the Earth was sealed, and humanity's uh, fate was sealed as well. They weren't gonna say anything to them and just go about their their business. And uh, and just let it happen. They made preparations. They got their food, their seeds, their cattle, everything loaded on just for when the when the time came to just evacuate. Is this where the Noah's Ark story comes out? Yes, because so, I remember part of the Bible kind of say that the flood was out to demolish and destroy and cleanse the earth from wickedness, yeah. from from the, all the incest, from all yeah. the. All the angels having sex with daughters of man from right. all these. What are those big giants called? The Nephilim. Freaking, Nephilim. The Nephilim. All yeah. these. The, so it, it's all true. They did come okay. from those. Pla- they, in other uh-huh. words, the Anunnaki were the angels in the Bible that were mm-hmm. mating with humans. Uh-huh. They were having kids. They were having children and children became giants. And then their children became half breeds and they they actually yeah. became royalty as well. Some of them were not even known about. It was hidden. So it was just commingling going on. And, and, and Lil just saw this as being like, like just sacrilegious because they were they were putting royal blood into these. So the stories don't really change. They just really repackage the entire yes. thing. Into- <laughs> they really do. And then they twist it to make it for their narrative and they yeah. add tiny little things to to make it their version you have to follow what they say as we're starting to see this unfold god's plan it was just it was a scientific it was a it was astronomical event the planet nibiru was circling and that's what caused it it wasn't god's wickedness how we get introduced to noah is when anki one night he's sleeping and he has a vision dream from a messenger and they call a messenger from the creator of all. And they say the creator of all, they're talking about God. And when they talk about God, they're talking in God in singular. It's clear that the Anunnaki worship a single God that is above okay. them, that, that created the universe, uh-huh. that created everything that exists. They bow and worship that God. That's like what we do. 
And uh, but they never told that to the humans. They always yeah. just presented themselves as the gods, multiple gods. And they were they didn't teach the humans to worship a single god. They teach they taught the humans to worship them. But yeah. in actuality, they worshipped a single a single god and mm. followed those laws. According to the story, this this messenger from God came and spoke to uh, Anki in this vision. And it's not clear who this figure represents in the Bible. I, I haven't figured out who this messenger is because it's not written this way in the Bible. This is also where the Greek gods come from, like Zeus, Hercules, Poseidon, like the Vikings had Thor, Odin, the Hindu gods, the Zodiac ah. gods. It became from them being the, the multiple gods of the Anunnaki. And so like Zeus represents like Anu and, and you know, Poseidon represents Anki. The names change, but they always lead back to the same origins of the Anunnaki. Galzu tells Anki, he's like, humanity must not perish, as this is the will of the creator of all. He instructed Anki to warn his half-human son, his name is Zia Sutra, who he secretly had with a human mistress that nobody knew about, and his was later to be known as Noah. Zia Sutra is the, is the Noah character in the Bible, but his true name is Zia Sutra, and he was a half-Anunnaki, half-human royalty blood of Anki. Anki was his father. So instead of God, it was really Anki who came and spoke to him. Galzu instructed Anki to have his son build an ark that would withstand the waters. One that would be sealed all around, that could be submerged without sinking. Have him gather livestock and seeds with those who are willing to help build it and save themselves to the future. Uh -huh. Anki's like, how am I going to tell him this? I've never designed such a vessel. And how am I going to give him this message if I've already sworn an oath to secrecy? I can't tell him. So Galzu presented him with a tablet. He said he had a stylus and a tablet. That to me tells me it's like some technological device. That's uh -huh. the way I look at it. He said it was a stylus and a tablet. And uh, on the tablet was the blueprints for the actual ship. And he told Anki to give, give the message to his son without directly giving it to him. Thereby, he wouldn't be breaking his oath. If he can give him the message without telling him to his face, then he would technically not have broken his oath. That's what he told him. You follow? He wasn't supposed to tell him directly. He handed him a digital tablet with the with, you, with the. Well, he basically he's saying just give it to him, give him the message, give him the give him the, the blueprints, have him build it, and uh. and and that's that's the message because you can't just have everybody just get wiped out of humanity. These they have to be saved. They they have a future. When Enki woke up, he was in a puddle of sweat. He was all shook up. And then he looks over on at the end of his bed, and there was the tablet right there in front of like right in his where he was. And he was like, wow, this was a dream, but here is the tablet. This was a real, a real vision, a real message. That oh, it happened for real, for real. Right? It, like was, it was in his hand. The dream was the dream, and now it's in his uh -huh, hands. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. it was real. It materialized in this is I have to deliver this message. Went to Zia Sutra, and I'll just I'm gonna continue to call him Zia Sutra, but I'll mix in Noah just so we don't get confused. Zia Sutra, aka Noah, he went to his house, instructed him to sit by the fire and listen for his voice. He was outside of his house talking to the wall. He's talking to the wall while his son, Zia Noah, is sitting inside hearing his voice listening to him. And then uh -huh. he told him, he's like, the, the, the day of the earth is end is here. And if you want to save yourself, you have to build this ship and time is short. And here's, I have a tablet for you and you, you have to gather the people and you have to get them to help you get the grains, get the vegetation, get the cattle, one of each, a male and a female. 
and do not tell anybody why you're building this because if Enlil finds out, we'll both hang for this. And so you just got to make up a story. Just say, hey, you're building a ship for Enlil as a gift and uh, in his honor because Enlil was really cruel to the humans and he was always just brutally uh, abusing them. He was like, maybe I'll get his favor by building this ship and presenting a gift to him. And uh, and they, that's the reason why I'm going to build it, just so he can have an excuse. Yeah. Anki told him, he's like, on the day when, when it's time to go, I'm going to send one of my own Anunnaki emissaries who's a master of the seas, and he's going to help guide you through this this whole journey. And when he shows up, that's the day it's time to go. That was it. Uh, Noah, Ziasudra, he built this massive ark. He had all the people in the town, the village help him, and uh, he loaded it up. And then the day came, and all of a sudden, he saw uh, the, the Anunnaki guide showed up, and they, he knew it was time to go. And and then that was it. Now the uh, the skies are darkening. The sound of crackling thunder starts freaking shaking the earth to its core. All the Anunnaki gods they start boarding their celestial ships. They start evacuating. Ziasutra he gets in the ark. He goes to the waters, and he told everybody get in the get in the ark, or if you stay, death is imminent. But yeah. some people went on, and some people stayed because they figured, why would I want to get and go out to sea during a big storm? It's safer to be on land, and on that land. would be true. Uh -huh, Normally, uh -huh. that would be true. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go on a ship when I see this huge storm coming. Yeah. But the ship was the only the only way out because that storm was coming to the land. So yeah. they couldn't really put it together. Some of those people stayed. And then it, then it just started happening. The rain came down like an avalanche. The waters began rising and engulfing the cities. Looking out the hatch, Noah's the Asutra, the tidal wave coming. And then he just sealed the hatch. Seal it so it sealed the entire arc and completely sealed off. All light was cut off. They had There was black, pitch black inside the arc. Uh -huh. Everybody's jam packed in there. It's sealed. And now all they could do is hear like the, the roaring sound of the, the waves and, and then the crashing of the waves. And then uh -huh. the sound of the thunder, and then next it's like completely submerged, and it's spinning underwater, and they're getting tossed around. But, but they were so packed, they were so packed in there that because they were so packed, it prevented them from really getting. Get out of here, dude! That's it, was like yeah, it was like a package. It was like a visualizing that shit that you would send like a. You want to pack it nice and tight yeah. so it doesn't move around. Mm -hmm. That's what actually helped them was the fact they were so tightly packed that it kept them from bouncing around on the arc because it's spinning. It, dude, yeah. it must have been a freaking nightmare. And this is all because the message said humanity cannot perish. Yes, humanity <laughs> must must survive. There is yeah. a future for humanity to progress, and this is this is their shot. Build the ark. This will save them. And uh, that's, that's, that's the way God wants it this way. Seeding other planets should be galactically illegal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so listen. I'm not against it. I, I'm not yeah. even. I'm, I'm totally not against the fact that we were created by this. Because if we weren't created, we would yeah. still be walking around like a bunch of baboons. Like we would uh -huh. still. It would take right. millions of years for us to even progress to have a, a basic. They've proven that they've said that the evolution theory is completely out of date. That carbon dating doesn't even go back to its root. That's it. It doesn't. It's never going to be accurate. And even fossils are do not take that long to fossilize. It's yeah. fucking weird, bro. It's fucking. It's, it they make the fuck up out. shit as they go. Yeah. They put it in yeah. a book, and we got to accept it. Just like anything else, they just say this is ten million years old. How the fuck are you telling me how <laughs> fucking old this thing could possibly be? And right. they said the the, the the pyramids are like four thousand years old. Those uh, things are freaking like a hundred thousand years old. Like, and and yeah. even even those fucking fishes, bro. Even those fishes that they they find that they have been completely plasterized and layered down and compressed and then made into a fossil. 
Even that is inaccurate. When fish die, they float. And when they fall onto the bottom of the sea, they get eaten up. And even bones get eaten up by crabs and little critters almost immediately. Yeah. It's 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 really hard to understand that millions of years pass by for this fish to fossilize. Right. They know. They yeah. know. Like they, <laughs> yeah. They'll say even 100 million years for a rock or something. Yeah. So Word. as in the book, it says this this is continued for 40 days and 40 nights. So that was that was uh, in, in line with what the, um, the Bible said. And it was without mercy. Rain poured down with like a fury, never never pausing for 40 days and 40 nights. It was like it was like a peak storm, like that never slowed down. Can you imagine like you have a storm and you know when you get to that really hard part of the storm, but it's usually a short period of time and then it kind of just subsides. Yeah. That stuff was just coming down like get out, at, dude. At, at Look full at the scale. Damage. Look at, at the full damage scale. it has. Dude, yeah. mountains, like the highest mountains were gone. Like that they, they just can you imagine I'm at the tip of the mountain, I'm safe. Nope. The fucking mountains were The weight of the water alone, combined with the speed of the wind, of yeah. hurricane speeds, could yeah. knock out trees off the roots of the ground, make them fly across the air. Like, I'm, like I'm talking nothing. about like nothing. I mean, you've so seen I could it, only like, imagine. tsunamis. You've seen tsunamis yeah. do it. Imagine that times the fucking thousand. Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a tsunami, you just wipe out freaking cities. This is the, this is the magnitude that, that was coming at them. Yeah, I mean the terror that they must have felt inside that boat. Like, listen, think about this. Like, you, 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 all you have is pitch black. All you're doing is just getting knocked around. You get knocked around like a rag doll for 40 days and 40 nights, and you have no idea when it's going to end. And like, talk about seasickness. Forget about it. Like, you, you can't see. This is the entire know. world. This is the entire world is cycling out different, different. It's it's fixing itself. It's 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 trying to gather its wits again and combine and get its magnetic poles back to action and get it back to orbit with us. Yeah, the, the, the Earth was suffering. Like the Earth yeah. itself was being torn apart, and even Nibiru suffered severe damage. So it wasn't like just Nibiru got off Scott Clean. They were were hit hard too. So it, it impacted that planet as well. How many How many years does it take for it to come back around? Twenty five thousand, they say. Okay. okay. Twenty five thousand. I don't know where we're at in that cycle, but we're we might be real close or i don't know like when you say real close it's like okay if we're a thousand years oh, that's a couple a generations years. down yeah. <laughs> yeah but if it's like today you know because they uh, talk about it you know we they would already say, be hit by the gravitational pull yeah. yeah i don't know because they say they have been they they're able to spot nibiru now on a telescope like you could see it like you know you could see that planet on some kind of telescope peeping out so it's it's been identified as like one of the planets now yeah so we got you got to look into as far as them acknowledging it mm -hmm. but um now after 40 days 40 nights the 41st day it just stopped everything just stopped the rain Peace. stopped oceans calmed the clouds opened up there was sun the sutra opened the hatch to investigate light came into the ark and the you know the rest of the hatches opened and they just all they saw was an endless ocean sea of nothingness just just the water there was nothing right so this now you think part, it's yeah. over and you're uh -huh. like okay it stopped you could breathe uh -huh. you open up the hatch there's sun but now uh -huh. you look out you're on this boat and there's nothing there's just just endless endless water like there's mm -hmm. the only thing that survived is i guess the fish you know the yeah. fish in the water the well life. 
They might have just marine been life gets too. affected too yeah, because they get a lot of marine up. life. Yeah, they get washed up, and a lot of marine life follow a lot of different currents and different heat waves and yeah. different areas of the earth. It's they not like it's discombobulated. All, they yeah, they yeah. get lost. They won't be able to repopulate. Which their, their radars, their sonar, they 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 based on the yes. poles. So if the poles yeah. are swapped, they're swapped. Their whole yeah. antenna system, the ears so bleed. They have so the beach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe nothing it, it was. You know, maybe there was maybe a in the whole fresh restart. The deepest parts of the ocean there was maybe there was some uh -huh. some stuff that that was obviously you know things did survive like it wasn't like everything died because there was even uh -huh. other humans that that were found so how the fuck did you <laughs> yeah how did you fuck dude it was fucking wild so now yeah. they don't know what's what's out there where they're gonna find so they were instructed to go north and try to find the the, the, the highest peak mountain and that's where anki was gonna meet them if they survive sounds so, familiar I, I love this. I, love, I don't know if you remember that 1990s movie, Waterworld, where yeah, yeah, uh, they, the girl with that tattoo has the same thing. The world is filled with water, and at the corner, follow north, you'll be able to find the only island with a peak, with a peak mountain. And I sent oh, you the shit. image of the tattoo. Oh, that, that you never seen what you sent me. I, yeah, so that's the tattoo. It's so long. That's an old movie, and it's great. It's great very old. Movie. They're basing it off of this story. I don't know exactly. if they're basing it off the Bible story or if they're basing it off the, the Sumerian story, but this is what he was told to go north, find the the, the, the highest mountain peak and meet there. And yeah. they were months and months, they were out there like looking for land. And then Noah's the Sutra, he would send out doves and ravens to go fly and search and see if they could find land. And they uh. would keep coming back empty hands empty. like they basically come back with nothing and it was like all hope was being lost until finally one day one of the doves came back with an olive branch so i guess that's how the the olive branch and the dove came into uh, uh, what a way to end you know story. you know about the olive branch right so <laughs> what so, a novella you know what novella is a yeah, novel story yeah novella. It's, like, it's like a romance opera. thing yes yeah, so, so a novella yeah it's total romance. novella that's why i'm telling in this version it's like a story time app but we're sitting around the campfire so this is uh, amazing yes yeah, so, so so now he sees the olive branch and he's like that there's land like land is exposed he got the branch we like, go go north so they kept uh -huh. going north and then they found the tip of the uh, the tip of the uh, island which was now the tip of a mountain the top of the mountain became this little island it's like gilligan's island now one and, island in the entire world one well, set of this is where they found that you know they found yeah. something they sound they found some site of land and it was the tip of the mountain which was an island and what that mountain was was really one of the bases one of the anunnaki bases like a, a base station for them so that's where he was instructed to go and so they went there and then they they, they landed on the land and then they got off the boat and everybody was just praising and, and you know on their knees completely just overjoyed to be surviving and the only humans that were left oh, and they were going to start the world again and as a, as a show of appreciation noah he was sacrificing a a lamb he was making a sacrifice in anki's honor because anki was the one who told him and saved his life and he uh -huh. was his god but was also his father so like, that's fuck, a real twist on the story because in the story the god tells noah about the, the the boat but really it's anki and anki is his father like he it's he's telling his son 
So they even they, even more of a contrast yeah, to there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even more of like a, a difference. Now they they they're fine. They roasting this lamb, and now Anki and Enlil they're in their little scout ship surveying the lands to see because the water they did see the water was receding, and so they could see just like mud and just like you know just nothing alive. Everything was just buried. All the people, all the cattle, everything was just buried under fucking tons and tons of mud and fucking water. They're looking for land that they could start coming back to and build on. Is there anything that we can build on? There's they're going around and then they see they see the smoke from the fire that that Zia Sutra is burning. Smell Enlil smells the burning meat. He they must have been on the other side of the uh, the island. So he sees the smoke and he smells the meat and he's looking at Anki and he's like, "How is this possible? Like how the how is somebody cooking meat right now? They're all dead." And he's looking at Anki sideways, like, what, what did you do? Like, you know, like, what did you do that 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 you're up to that you're not telling me? And uh -huh. Anki's like, let's just go investigate. Let's see what's going on over there. So then they go in the ship, and then they see everything. They see, they see uh, the Ziasudra Noah. They see the families, the Ark. They see the Anunnaki guide. Um, and he just fuck. He looks at Anki, and he's like, you warned them. He's like, and you gave them one of our own. He's like, you broke your oath. And he lunges at him. He's freaking got murder in his eyes. And they, they start clashing. And he's like, just like going to kill him. And Anki's yeah. like, he's like, no. He's like, it's not. He's like, he's my son. He's like, that is my son. He's like, he's royalty. He's not, he's not a mortal. He's my son. And, and I had a vision. I had a dream. And uh, the messenger they call Galzo, he's like, he gave me the tablet. He told me humanity is supposed to, supposed to live. It's, the, it's by the God, the creator of all decided this uh -huh. and uh and Enlil's like what like what the f like that's your son and, and and with this vision and so he's like back off he's stunned and then they get a report from from the ships that there was other humans that they saw survived on rafts they they had these rafts that they made shifted to survive barely alive i guess but they found a way you know, like nature finds yeah. a way, the humans found a way. So Anki's like, you see, it's not even just my interference. Like this is the fate of the creator yeah. that yeah. humans are supposed to thrive and they're supposed to inherit this earth. And so Enlil, in the story, he he acquiesced and they embrace. Enlil goes over to Ziasutra and he, and he hugs him and he says that, okay, I get it. I accept it. And um, it's understood. It's 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 fate that <laughs> I him here. So then the, the last thing is, is that they have a sit down with the council to decide how to move forward with this. And they, they explain everything to Anu, how it went, and then what Anki did and, and the vision he had from Gal, Galzu, the messenger. And so Anu was like, okay, this is, the, this is the fate of the earth. So from now on, we are going to you know, support humanity. We're going to teach them our ways. We're going to show them how to prosper. We're going to show them the, the secrets of the universe and, and give them our knowledge and then we'll and let them rise up and then we'll leave when we go back to Nibiru. But this is the new, the new order. We're going to actually help humanity and we're going to build them up. This starts the next, the next civilization of where all this stuff came into be because now the Anunnaki weren't just treating us as, as labor force slaves. They were actually now teaching us their, their ways of the, wow. you know, the universe. Yeah. So, but Enlil's like, we can't do this. They'll, they'll rise up and take over. We'll be their slaves if we do this. And so he had a compromise. Anu agreed that they wouldn't show the humans the secret to everlasting life. That was the one secret they were going to hold back. So we're saying the humans would live like 120 years old. That's what they'd be their lifespan. And if they were a half breed, they would they would live much, much longer. 
but um, they wouldn't give him the secret to like, thousands and thousands and thousands of years. But what was happening was the Anunnaki that were on Earth they were starting to age because they were spending all these years on earth. They were becoming like the earth and now they're, they were aging. And so their own father, Anu, he looked much younger than his own children now because Anki and all them, they were starting to age. They were getting wrinkles and uh, they realized that the longer they stayed on earth, they, they were becoming more like humans and mortal and humans were becoming more like them. It was like they were merging with each other. But I don't need they say it wasn't even safe for them to go back to Nibiru because if they went back, it would be it would be too intense and that might kill them. So they were kind of stuck on earth and they still had like the elixirs and the potions to stay um, alive much, much longer than humans. But they uh, were being affected by the earth's um, atmosphere rotation and just the way it is over here. So they were they were aging, um, and so now this this what's that? Nature was taking its course with them too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Nibiru they was they lived hundreds of thousands of years, and they they know how to 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 keep going because they had all the the science to actually preserve their youth, and they used that here, but it wasn't for for eternity. So now, once again, this starts the beginning of this next age. So now humanity is wiped out again. It's like that whole civilization that started with Adam, it's gone. Like that's gone. Right. It, it uh, now it starts with the, the Noah's the Sutra, those people and whoever was left over. And now they start breeding and multiplying. And now the, the Anunnaki are teaching them. So this is where the, all the agriculture and all the arts, all the literature, all the, all the society stuff became a part of the daily life of humans now because they were being taught all this. And um, this is where now the first humans were anointed as kings and queens. They were actually giving them royalty status and anointing them. This is where the Egypts and the pharaohs and, and all those stories come from. Because now the humans were, and the half-breeds, the, the, uh, the half-breeds, the demigods, were being uh, anointed as kings. And now they want to start, get, they get greedy. The humans get greedy. They want to rule over lands and be worshipped as then, gods. And yeah. then the beginning of modern day history <laughs> yeah beginning of modern day history and it was yeah. a thriving time they they were humanity was just this is where the spurt went from like turbocharged like man to nothing to freaking civilized sophisticated civilization was like boom it just happened and no science can explain it this is what was going on they were being taught and things were great and even Enlil and Anki's clans were at peace they weren't they weren't divided until their kids now their kids their, the, their kids started getting restless and they wanted to be worshipped and they wanted their own lands to rule over and they had their own power hunger and that started creating tension between the clans and that just escalated and then eventually they went to war and they uh, the next story is the next chapter is how they went to war and now the weapons of mass destruction were used and Holy wiped out wiped out the fuck. earth again and then again we got the next wiped. chapter yeah of this that's gonna episode. be the next story so that's gonna stay flood dude the flood was the ending and the beginning of our yeah. modern day today and the beginning of the uh, weapons of mass destruction. And I cannot wait until you bring that up next next month. It's gonna now be... it's technology that did it, not just nature. You I know? hear you. I hear you. I want to yeah. thank you again for presenting the beautiful fucking story, bro. And like uh, giving us fuck. You fucking filled my cup with so much information. Now cannot wait until the listeners take a listen to the show. Again, they don't know where they can find you with this amazing presentation of the Chronicles of Our Creation here at Paranoid Radio Podcast. Let them know one more time where they can find you, bro. They can find me floating around on Paranoid Radio comments. They can find me on my page, uh, Renegade Family of Light. You don't even have to worry about the underscores. Just put Renegade Family Light and I'll come up. There's really yeah. no one else with that name. And you can find me at Rogue One Media for uh, media production. 
And then, hey, like I say every time, if you, if there's something that that triggers a, a question, response, or something that you want to say, jump in the comments and say it, and let's get a conversation going. And if you're if you're against it, tell us why, and bring some facts or bring some something to back it up, and we'll we'll hash it out because that's what we're trying yeah. to do here. Trying that's to just, what it's know, all about. get to the truth. So, yes, hopefully, sir. we're sparking some people's uh, minds to start thinking and questioning things. Thank you so much. Renegade Family of Light on Instagram. Make sure you check them out. Or you can, you can also find them on ParanoidRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you guys so much for being here today. This is Paranoid Radio Podcast. Drop a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. that allows other people, other people to enjoy the show as much as I enjoy making it. And JB, thank you one more time for being here. I cannot wait until this production comes out. And it comes out episode 196. The countdown that continues for episode 200. And I want you to be one 199. This is the official invitation. 199th episode with, with JB, Flash, and Morph. Lock Red it up, heavy hitters. So I'm just gonna work out the dates with you guys. Yeah, that's gonna that's be. That's gonna be a monster. I can't wait, dude. That's like thank you so much, right brother. Around the corner. Yeah, couple weeks, baby. Yeah, <laughs> blow your fucking mind. Paranoid Radio.